Blog Talk Radio. to the Hollywood Boulevard podcast hosted by Jonathan Moody and Donnie Sturgis. Hey, hey guys. Um this is the Hollywood Boulevard podcast. Uh I'm your host Donnie Sturgis and with me as always is my co-host uh, Jonathan Moody. How are you doing? There you go. And uh tonight we have a special guest. Um we have uh Emily Malik who uh, basically does uh um makeup FX work with BioDuck FX as part of Darkstone Entertainment. Um, and she's also a, a supernatural super fan, uh, which brings me to the topic of tonight. I'm sure all of you have already uh, seen online and stuff that we're going to be talking about supernatural. Um, yep. There's a lot to discuss. Oh, yeah. There's, there's a lot <laughs> to discuss, and we're definitely not going to cover everything in 45 minutes, but we're going to do our best to hit the, the hot stuff. So um, without further ado, we'll go ahead and, and just jump in. Um, first thing I want to do is, um, I think, which is kind of a, a we, we kind of do this almost every episode is, uh, just kind of go around and, 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 uh, and ask everybody how they got into Supernatural, uh, just, so you know, kind of briefly discuss, you know, what got you into it. Uh, Emily, we'll start with you since you're the guest. Okay, thanks. Uh, so obviously Supernatural has been around for a long time. Uh, it started back in 2005. Um, and at the time that it first started, I really didn't know anything about the show. Uh, I'd never really seen a preview for it. I had heard uh, radio advertisements for the show, and it just made it sound really weird, like just strange and maybe not something that I would be interested in necessarily. Um, so it was not really on my radar for a long time. Um, I think it was 2000, maybe 12 or 13 uh, when I was first exposed to the show on television, uh, I was working from home and Donnie was watching the show. Uh, he was watching some reruns uh, syndicated on, I think it was TNT. And the episode that was playing was from season three. It was Mystery Spot. And that's the one where uh, Dean keeps dying in fun and inventive ways. Uh, and obviously it's all being done by, uh, well, at the time we think it's a trickster, uh, but it's actually Gabriel. Um, so I just I was sitting there and, you know, doing my work, but having that episode on in the background was just a really good introduction to the show because I got to see, uh, you know, the interaction between the brothers, the comedy side of things, but also, you know, the drama with Sam being really torn up every time Dean dies. So that was kind of what got me hooked after that. I was like, I want to see more. I want to know more about what this is. And I want to you know, start at the beginning and find out what the deal is with these brothers and what they're doing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I, I didn't want to advertise it, but yeah, Emily happens to be my girlfriend too. So, I mean, I wouldn't say there's any favoritism on tonight's show, but uh, you can go wherever you want to with that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, I think the mystery spot is probably one of the best episodes because it showcases every aspect of supernatural. Like, like all the, it highlights all the, everything that makes supernatural great. Um, uh, Jonathan, what about you? Uh, how did you get into Supernatural? It's so funny that she mentioned like 2012, I think was like her, uh, thing with that. I think it was about 2011, 2012. I think, it, I'm not sure exactly what the date was. Um, I, I do, 
I think it was 2012 because I ended up uh, going to like Baton Rouge for a month, and right. I remember like binge watch. I was binge watching like season seven by then, and um, I think I caught up to that point. But I think it was through 2012 that I I got introduced. I got introduced to it by um, because I was not a fan of CW. Um, I think before Supernatural kind of came around and some other ones. Um, I think Supernatural led the way, but like there was, there wasn't really that many good like shows for guys to watch on CW or whatever. So sure. I just had no interest. I mean, there was like I think maybe Smallville, but I know that was WB at first and might have gotten changed to CW or whatever. It did. But it did. Um, yeah, but you know, I wasn't into that. Like I wasn't into the show because of. Uh, when I first originally saw Smallville, it was too, um, you know, it was too much like soap, a teen soap opera, and I had sure. kind of gotten away from that at that particular time. wasn't into right. that. I um, a friend of mine wanted me to watch. Uh, my friend Rachel so uh, said, you know, you got to watch Supernatural. You're, you know, you're a horror fan. Like, why aren't why haven't you seen this show yet? And um, I think she told me that at, like Blood at the Beach, one of the Blood at the Beach uh, things, and oh, I was yeah, like. Yeah. Eh, you know, I was like, eh, I don't know. Like, it just doesn't sound very interesting to me. And, yeah, I know I I wasn't – it was 2012 because that was when Blood of the Beach happened. And I know for a fact that uh, – what's his name was there? Um, uh, uh, one of the guys was there from the show. Um, uh, um, the, not the redneck guy, but um, the, the, the drink buddy of um, – oh, God, this is horrible – uh, you know Joe and um, uh, oh yeah, yeah. They're, they're Joe funny. and um, uh, I mean Ash. Ash, the, the guy Ash with the the mullet, there. the computer guy. Yes, Ash was there, and I didn't know. I think I had seen some stuff that he has been in before, but I didn't like right. know him from Supernatural. Then after I watched him on Supernatural, I was like, damn it, I wish I'd seen this before. Sure. You know, I could have came up to him and said how much I loved him as Ash and. I would have been more happy to meet him because at that point I, sure. I didn't really know who he was um, that much. But anyway, um, yeah, so 2012 as well. And um, I just, I don't know, I got into it uh, on Netflix. Uh, she told me to watch it. All I right. watched the first pilot episode. And I did not like it the first time I w- tried to watch it. It was like 15 minutes of it. And I was like, I don't, I don't care about these guys. Like it just, you know, at first I was just like, turned off by, like, the brothers, you know, <laughs> situation. I, I think I'd seen too many sure. of those shows where it was just two brothers dealing with sibling rivalry and stuff. Right. And then she, my friend was like, you need to watch the whole episode and then more, you know. Sure. And so I gave this, I, I rewatched the first episode, and I was like, oh, my God, this, this show's amazing. Um, sure. So, uh, like, it got me hooked right after that, especially the urban legend I'm a big fan of Urban Legends. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, So the first season has, like, The Hook and um, Bloody Mary and all the ones I love and, um, uh, you know, pretty much. So pretty cool. What about you, Donnie? Yeah. um, It's funny. I I stuck with it. I started from the very beginning, well, almost, Um, because I, you know, I was a huge fan of, you know, the WB. I watched Buffy. I watched Angel. Um, I watched Smallville when it first started. Um, and so I pretty much, and yeah, I think Supernatural started off on the WB and then moved over to CW with everything else, um, right towards the tail end of Smallville's run. Um, 
the thing was is I remember watching Smallville and Jensen Ackles was on it um, playing um, uh, Lana Lang's boyfriend for the season, and I hated him. I hated I hated the way Jensen Ackles acted. It I or acted. I, I hated just his character. I hated everything about him. I was like, I just I cannot stand this guy. And then I saw an advertisement for this new show called Supernatural, and I was like, oh, cool. And then I saw who was going to be on it, and I was like, oh, well, I don't know. And because the thing uh, was, and I was torn. I was, I was torn because I like Supernatural, like, style. Like, I loved Freaky Links when it was on, and I, lo- I love very, you know, again, Fiend Angel, I love Supernatural action, you know, shows like that. And, I, I, you know, I'm a huge fan, so I was like, I was torn on whether I was going to watch it or not. Well, I had planned to watch the, the pilot, but I forgot to set my VCR. This is like back before we had TiVo and all this other stuff. So I had a VCR and I forgot to set it. So I missed the pilot and I almost didn't watch it. But then I was like, second week, the second episode came on. I was like, you know what? I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll probably be able to pick it up without any problems. So I started with the second episode, um, the, the, the night that it aired. And I was like, wow, this is actually pretty good. Um, and so I kind of just, I stuck with it. And I, even though the first season was a little, the first half of the first season was a little weak. Um, I, I agree with you. Like the, the, the fact that they were bringing in, um, urban legends and like, and stuff like that. Cause I mean, that's how the show kind of started. It was really focused on urban legends. These guys going after these stuff like, you know, like Yetis and, and, uh, and Wendigos and, and, and the, and the hook man and everything. And that's kind of how I got into it. And yeah, it was basically mystery spot was the, was definitely the episode that got Emily into it. It was really funny too. Cause like I said, that showcased everything that uh, shows all showcases all the great things about supernatural. Um, if, if you want it, I, I would recommend that. Like, if you want to get somebody into Supernatural quickly, that's the episode you show them because it shows the humor, it shows the drama, it shows a, a, a pretty good, uh, it's a great writing, um, and it, it just it features a good villain. Um, it's just a really great episode to start anybody on. I mean, obviously, you don't want to backtrack after that, but if you want to get them hooked, that's the one to go with. So um, now that we've done that, um, I kind of want to dive in with, because uh, the first five seasons, um, as a lot of people probably know, uh, the, the show was created by Eric Kripke, uh, who's gone on to do other things like Timeless and other shows uh, and stuff. But um, he created, uh, he was the showrunner for Supernatural. And this is a guy who basically originally intended for the show to only run five seasons. He already had a beginning, a middle, and end, uh, and all the big beats already mapped out in his show Bible. And um, so I kind of want to go into the first five seasons first and kind of talk about those a little bit because um, uh, they're – I, I think in my opinion, the first five seasons are definitely a tighter, you can definitely tell that the show already had its plans. It was already like pretty much formulated from the beginning to the end. Whereas now we're kind of in territory where things is kind of, I wouldn't say they're meandering, but they're definitely uh, kind of riding as they go now. Um, so uh, Emily, what was your like, okay, first five seasons. Um, what do you think is your, I don't know, favorite season um, or maybe some of your favorite moments from the from, from first five seasons and, do you prefer the first five seasons to like the stuff that's, that's going now? I wouldn't necessarily say that I prefer the first five seasons. Um, Like you mentioned, they are tighter. You can see, you know, where the story is going better. It doesn't feel like there's as many, I guess I wouldn't say filler episodes, but just episodes that don't seem to advance the overall plot line of the season with these later seasons. Um, but I can't say that if I could only watch, you know, either the first five seasons or the latter, um, for the rest of my life, I don't know if I would necessarily be able to say that I would only want to watch the first five. Um, sure, sure. 
So uh, as far as favorites go, I mean, obviously mystery spot is a standout. Uh, and I, I think though my favorite season um, from the first five would have to be season four uh, because that was when they introduced uh, the angels to the storyline. And I thought that was just a really good kind of growth season for the brothers learning that they're part of this bigger plan because up until then, you know, it, you know, it wasn't just monster of the week. They knew about demons and stuff at that point as well, but it wasn't until then that they started to learn what a big deal they were to the universe as a whole. Um, So I think that was the season where it started to feel bigger than um, what it had been. And obviously I'm a huge fan of Castiel. Um, I hated him at first. He was my least favorite character when I first met him. Um, it was funny because Donnie kept telling me like, oh man, wait until, wait until you meet Castiel. You're going to love him and all this stuff, you know, for the first three seasons while we were watching it, he was like, you're going to love Castiel. I can't wait for you to meet him. And I saw him and I was just like, this guy's a dick. Like I could not stand him for the longest time. But then as his character was developed and, you know, he became more sympathetic with the brothers, um, he's become my favorite character on the show, which, I mean, obviously I have issues with what they've been doing with him lately, but I'm not going to get into that right now. Um, but yeah, so definitely, um, you know, mystery spot is a favorite episode, but as far as a favorite season from the first five, it would definitely be four. Okay. Um, Jonathan, about you, your thoughts on, on, on the first five seasons. I'm actually kind of torn between season three and season five. Um, season three, I just loved, um, uh, I, I just loved Katie Cassidy in that. Like, I mean, she was, oh yeah. Honestly, my my favorite uh, demon, um, and um, you know, or my favorite portrayal, um, sure. and uh, and I just I enjoyed it. I enjoyed um, I enjoyed like Mystery Spot. It's a great episode. Um, there's a few in there that just are really funny and off the wall and just fun. And then season five, I just I always love seeing movies with like or TV shows or whatever, like, with the whole, uh, you know, uh, end of the world coming, you know, it was like, this is the end, or even Left left Behind, you know, I I don't mind watching those. All of that stuff is just fun to me. Um, And so when when they start breaking the seals, and and if you you haven't seen Supernatural, I don't know why you're listening to the show, go watch Supernatural, (laughs) then come listen to the show, because we're we're going to spoil, spoiler the hell out of it. Um, Absolutely. But uh yeah, but when he when when Lilith is breaking the seals and and bringing Lucifer, who's my favorite character, who's my favorite character. I know Castiel's oh, yeah, yeah. one of mine too, but uh Lucifer, I don't think he I don't think uh Mark Pellegrino gives enough credit a lot uh for his diverse roles that he plays. Oh no, he's perfect. Um, I know um but yeah, so you know, like so good and uh so I think season 5 um I mean, I, I really do like the first five seasons, but um, after rewatching some of the season six and seven, the other ones, I mean, they're not they're not horrible. They're just I, I think no. season six and seven, and we've had a discussion about this before privately, but uh, season six and seven to me were just like them trying to get their feet on the ground, and and they didn't sure. really know where to go with stuff. And then season eight, nine, ten, all the way up there you know, has has bits and parts where I, I love everything they do and then 
some of the things. I'm just like, why why did they go there? And we can talk about that, I guess, sure. in a little bit. That's, that's the thing. It's, oh, oh, oh I was just gonna say that's, that's that's the thing about the show is that I and I think Emily can agree with me. There, there's there's never there's no such thing as a bad episode of Supernatural. Like they they there, there's there's some really great ones and there's some ones that are kind of subpar, but there's never really a bad episode of Supernatural. Like I enjoy every episode. I might regardless. disagree with that. <laughs> I might disagree with that. And I'm I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna I'm you know you guys may may disagree with me because taste is not disputable. But uh, I, I will say that I, I don't like any vampire episode. Um, oh, wow. They, I just, I don't, I, uh, you know, I, I don't know why. It's just, I think whenever they try to do vampires, they're just not that interesting. Now, werewolves, they can, they have some kind of cool sure. stuff, but it's like vampires, I, I'm just, if it's a vampire episode I, and it's on TNT or something and I'm like passing through, I may, may just skip it. I don't know. It's like... Never do you not like that. the? Do you not like the way they handle vampires? Like, do you not like the, the like their take on them? Is that it, or is it just the like just they don't seem to write them very well? That might be part of it. It might be the way that they they do vampires, but I think it's more along the lines of it's just vampires to me. Um, you know, there's just not much you can do with vampires. Sure. You know, like Buffy. Buffy did it well because that's all it was. It's kind of like how Supernatural has demons, you know, like if this was, you know, uh, was it uh, Dean and Sam vampire killers and the vampires were there throughout the whole series? Yeah. That, but whenever they just show up, I, I, you know, what do you think, Emily? Do you agree? Do you like vampires or? I've never had a problem with them. You know, the shows or the episodes that deal with vampires. Um, I definitely really enjoyed the episode. I think it was called uh, Live Free or Twy Hard, uh, where Dean actually becomes a vampire um, after, right. I think, I believe it's during season six, because it's when Sam doesn't have his soul. And um, right. Dean gets turned into a vampire um, by, you know, one of the other vampires uh, making him drink his blood while he's fighting him. Um and so I thought that was really interesting because it gave a perspective of, you know, Dean being turned into a monster while Sam didn't have his soul. So you had to wonder if, you know, since soulless Sam was more black and white like Dean is all the time, if he would view Dean as just a monster, if he'd still view him as his brother and want to help him, um, which I mean, obviously they ended up uh, curing him. I did think it was a little, I guess just irksome that all of a sudden they have a cure for vampirism. I mean, I know that they learned it from uh, their grandfather, um, you know, just from Sam, um, him being resurrected at the same time Sam came back without his soul. So I I can understand how they worked it in logically. um, But it was that, that was the only thing I think that kind of ever irked me about the vampire storyline. I do like the, um, the first vampire, the um, storyline that they had with him when they were collecting um, the, I can't remember what they referred to them as, like alphas or something, the very yeah, first the of their kind. Yeah, when they right. wanted to break open uh, Purgatory. Um, I did really like the storyline with that because um, the way that they portrayed the alpha vampire and just, you know, just the actor that did him was really good. And um, so I guess I've never had a problem with the vampires. I wouldn't definitely wouldn't say they're one of my favorite monsters of the show, right. but... Um, Definitely, I thought I've never had an issue with them. And I and I think that's like the point that I like. 
when I say there's not a, not a bad episode of Supernatural, I think I, what I mean is, is like, whether, you know, because, I mean, there's definitely episodes where I'm just like, oh, like there was the in the, in the early seasons, and, and it's, the, it's the one episode that everybody, like they're, they're infamous for having as a bad episode, but the one with the bugs was, was really a bad oh, episode. The bugs. But even then, um, the, I think at the end of the day, like the, the whole show really hinges on the chemistry between Jared and Jensen. And I think even even when an episode is bad, like I can still find a reason to enjoy it because I enjoy watching Sam and Dean. I enjoy watching them together. I enjoy watching Jared and Jensen play off each other. And so I guess that's what I mean when I say they're really there's a really a bad episode of Supernatural because as long as they're in it, because like like there's that one backdoor pilot where they were hardly in it at all uh, about a season or two ago, um, where it was you it, it really I, I I take it back. There is a bad episode of Supernatural, and it's that one. Um, because Sam and Dean are hardly in it. Are you talking about the spinoff? Yeah, they were doing that backdoor pilot where it was the werewolves versus the vampires. Um, and they tried right. to, they tried to introduce, introduce us to these two factions, um, like brand new characters. And they tried to, they tried to spin it off into a, uh, and of course it didn't, it didn't succeed because nobody cared. Um, but I guess there, there really is a bad episode of Supernatural. I guess it's that one. And I think it's really because of the fact yeah. that you hardly saw Sam and Dean in the entire thing. But I think, uh, for the most part, I can't I can't dislike completely an episode because as long as Sam and Dean are there, the whole show pretty much rides on them. So, um, well, that, that makes nice thing me wonder. I mean. That's going to make me wonder about this next uh, episode that they're going to show. Supposedly, I don't know if this is true or not, but the next episode is going to be the uh, the spinoff pilot episode for yeah. the, the show that they're doing. Yeah. And um, so I don't know how much they're going to focus on Sam and Dean. It, from the preview, it looked like they are going to focus a little on them. Um, so, I mean, actually, the whole preview shows them, like, nothing but them, sure. pretty much. So mm-hmm. I'm just wondering, you know, how that's going to go. From what I've read... We'll see. From what I've read, um, like I think TV Guide and I think TV Line both reported it, uh, the show is definitely going to focus on Jody and her group because basically there, uh, there's going to be a little bit of Sam and Dean because I mean, spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't caught up yet, um, Sam and Dean are currently in another dimension, um, as is Jack, um, and of course Castiel and, and, and Lucifer have been captured by the new King of Hell. So basically there's nobody to um, protect like, you know, the regular, you know, earth right now. So uh, from, from what I've read, the next episode, when we come back from the holidays uh, is going to, is going to focus on, and it's, I think it's even called wayward sisters. And basically it's going to focus on Jody and, you know, the girls that she's taken in like, uh, like Jimmy's daughter and the, the psychic girl and everything. And I, it's going to be them. And I, I don't know. I think, I think there's a, there's an exception to that rule as far as, you know, whether or not the, because uh, I'm guessing your question is whether or not you think it's gonna it's gonna work as a backdoor pilot or not. Right, and what, which I'm wondering how much will be focused on Sam or Dean in that particular episode. Just like you said, that other one that nobody gave a crap about because they, I mean, in fact, it infuriated fans because I, I saw like nothing oh, yeah. but negative negativity and everything, and because. Because what they're doing with this new one that they didn't do with the last one, I think it was called Bloodlines or something, that right. they tried to release a uh, pilot of these characters that were hunters and stuff right. or something, you know, and hunters that we've never met before, you know. So, like, had they right. had um, 
had they had what's his name? Um, uh, the guy from uh, you know, DJ Qualls. They had him. Yeah. You know his character Garth in the uh, yeah. in the pilot. Uh, you know and stuff like that. Maybe people would have cared a little bit more because they actually sure. already knew him. But nobody cared about these groups of random people. Like you know that's why the originals was so good. Because you right. got to know them on Vampire Diaries, and you really liked them, you know, from Vampire Diaries, and then they spun off into their own show. So, and was, you know, and this might be good. Yeah, or, what I, I, uh, I was going to say, and that was, I think that was part of the problem, too, is and from what I was reading, one of the reasons why the Bloodlines episode didn't go to uh, uh, an actual series was because they realized um, – at the last minute that they already had the vampire diaries in the originals on the air. And they're like, wait, we're just kind of treading the same ground. And so that kind of killed it as well. But I think with, I don't know, I, I, Emily and I are kind of, I think we're, we have a difference of opinion on this because I think that wayward sisters has the potential to actually, uh, to actually work as a spinoff. Um, because I, a lot of people love Joe. Jody is one of my favorite characters. I love Jody to death. Um, I don't really, I, I like the 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 uh, the Midwestern sheriff girl that she pals around with. Um, I'm not really, you know, I, don't, I haven't really gotten to know the the, the girls other than Jimmy Novak's daughter, which uh, Emily and I both really don't care for. She's kind of a jerk, but um, but Emily doesn't think it's going to work. I don't think. Um, and if you want to chime I, in, Emily, go ahead. Sure. Um, so I don't think that it's possible that the Wayward Sisters spinoff is going to be you know, successful, but I don't think that it's going to be successful on the backs of necessarily just supernatural fans. I think if it is going to be successful, it's going to have to bring in other new fans because I think, and I I don't think this is even disputable, but um, like Donnie was saying, a lot of the, you know, success of supernatural rests on the chemistry between the brothers. And don't get me wrong, I love Jody too. I like the Midwestern sheriff that she pals around with as well. Um, can't stand Claire Novak. I think they should have killed her a long time ago. Because um, <laughs> there's no point to, right? Just hate her. Right. Um, so I don't, I don't have high hopes. I mean, I am personally not that interested in the spinoff. I will watch it and give it a try and see, you know, what I think it's possible. I'm not going to want to continue to watch it if it does actually make it unless they do, you know, have regular drop-ins from the boys. But um, I just, Supernatural, you can't get away from Supernatural being Jared and Jensen. It's, that's what it is. So I sure. don't think that it's Wayward Sisters is going to be successful if they try to make it a Supernatural with these women. And it's not sure. that I'm, you know, have a problem with them being women or anything like that. That's fine. It's just I don't personally find them as compelling of characters as the brothers. Sure. And I don't expect to find the same joy in their chemistry that I do with, you know, sure. the original show. So I don't know. I'll give it a chance, but I personally do not necessarily expect it to succeed. And you might be right. I mean, you might be completely right. I mean, we'll see. I mean, it's. It, CW is, is, is so um, packed with shows right now already. So, I mean, there's a lot of things looking against uh, the possibility of the show working. So I guess we'll see how it turns out. Um, I, I just want to chime in about uh, Claire Novak. Everybody seems to hate her. And um, <laughs> I, it's not that I, 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 I like her or something. I just, 
A, I don't mind her. Like, uh, her episodes sure. just don't bother me that much, you know? Sure. Like, I, I don't get turned off by it. Um, but the thing that really, like, usually tugs at my heartstrings is her with Castiel because sure. uh, even though she's a jerk and everything, um, you have to think about where she's come from. She's, you know, her freaking father left her uh, when she right. was, you know, young because he went off to, uh, because he got possessed by an angel and taken sure. over. And now here, and he tries to, like, make up with her. And so there's that father there's that father-daughter, you know, kind of um, thing, sure, yeah. you know what I mean, um, happening. So um, I, I usually, I enjoy it, but, um, you know, I have a, I have a friend who's really big. My friend Philip is really big into Supernatural. And every time she's on, he's like, is, you know, he'll write to me and tell me, oh, I hated that episode because she was in it, you know, <laughs> or whatever. And so, like, a lot of people don't like her. I I don't know why, but I, I kind of, I actually kind of like her, you know. Um, sure. I don't know. I'm kind of indifferent it's, to her myself. Maybe it's a blonde. Thing. I can tell you I why don't I don't like her. Oh, why? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So there's two reasons I don't like her. Uh, one, like you mentioned, yes, she does have a tragic backstory, like literally everybody else on Supernatural, um, and they seem to be decent people. So I, I can't get behind the whole excusing her attitude and actions because she had a crappy childhood. Um, I mean, I understand people feeling bad for her. I get that. I just don't because, you know, Dean watched his mom burn to death on the ceiling and he seems to be a nice guy. So I, I just, I don't give her a pass. And the fact that she continues to behave in a manner that is counterintuitive to helping people, I get that, you know, now she wants to be a hunter and all that, but uh, she just irks me. And then the second reason I don't like her is I feel like she's just another way to neuter Cass. Like, they have been trying to neuter him since the end of, since the end of the whole him trying to uh, break into purgatory and, you know, the Leviathans, that whole storyline. And I just, I feel like them introducing her is just unnecessary. It's just another way to, you know, kind of humanize Cass when he doesn't need to be humanized any more than he already is. He's in Jimmy Novak's body. Jimmy Novak has been dead for seasons. Like, once Castiel's vessel was destroyed, Jimmy Novak is no longer in there in any fashion. He's already up in heaven, and he's dead and gone. So Cass has no connection to Claire other than them wanting him to feel bad because he you know, took over Jimmy's body when Castillo didn't feel bad about that at the time. Jimmy, like he says, Jimmy was very devout. He prayed for this. So I don't, I just don't like that they make her this, you know, sympathy point for Castiel when I know that he's more human now, he cares and stuff, but uh, it just, I don't want to see him in that father role with her because it just does not mesh with the cast that I like. Right. No, I, I, you know, and that's very insightful. I think that's a very good explanation. Um, I'm kind of, like I said, mm-hmm. I'm kind of indifferent to her. Um, you know, I, I, I agree with a lot of the points that Emily has made. Um, I'm kind of indifferent to her. I, she does kind of grate on my nerves sometimes, but I keep, I guess I'm kind of more optimistic. I keep waiting to give her a chance to kind of improve, and I keep getting let down, but I'm just an idiot that way. So, um, but uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, we got about 15 more minutes. 
So uh, I know um, I know Jonathan, you wanted to kind of talk about uh, season six. Um, so I mean, we've kind of we've kind of touched upon the first five seasons with Kripke and and, and that stuff. So uh, let's kind of dive into the from season six up to now, uh, and kind of you know focus on aspects. Maybe kind of talk about how the seasons are different uh, now uh, now that Kripke is gone, um, as opposed to the, the you know the first five seasons, and just kind of go from there. Um, so you, uh, there was something you want to talk about on season six specifically. Oh well, I, I just wanted to talk about Soul of Sam, which um, I, I. Oh yeah. Right. Okay, so the one one thing I was kind of frustrated about when they first introduced Soul of Sam was like, um, I, I guess it was the fact that um, there was there was a lot of, of stuff that you know there's this war between, you know, and they were trying to figure out what what could they do next. They brought Dean back from hell, um, you know, when they did uh, for season five or season four, uh, they brought him back from hell, which made no sense to begin with. Why the fuck was Dean in hell? Like he, (laughs) he sacrificed himself for, for, you know, for the good of freaking mankind. He should have gone up to heaven. Like what was, what, what did he do wrong that made him go to hell? It made no sense whatsoever. Um, but, well, it was his demon deal yeah. that he went to hell for. Yeah. Right, but like, yeah, it's true. But it's just okay. All right, so <laughs> I might be wrong there. But but then Sam comes back from being in the um, cage, you know, and I just didn't understand like the whole soul crap, you know. Like I I just I I think it was just an excuse to give Sam uh, a and opportunity to kind of uh be different from who he was when he sure. when he left, you know, or whatever. Right. And he was um he was uh, uh but he was uh Michael, you know, right? Right. Right. You know? So he, <laughs> he should I mean, I don't know. There's there's a lot that sh- like why can the people have taken fixed him like the angels, you know, fixed him to begin with or something, you know? There's a right. lot to it that I, I, I think the underlying point there, and, I, and, and you raise a very good point with this, is I think, and again, this goes back to what you and I were talking about earlier this evening uh, on Facebook, was, you know, seasons one through five clearly had a direction. Kripke pretty much had a Bible already put together with all the beats, all the major beats. It was just like he just had to fill in all the little details here and there. He already knew where the story was going to be. Uh, he already had a story. He, wanted, he knew it was a story about the two brothers and their dad and, 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 and the, the legacy of, 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 of what they do. He already had a beginning, middle, and end already planned out. He already had it ready to go. And I think that's what, you know, when Kripke left, you know, it's handled the writers with a, with a, with a conundrum. They're like, how do we top season five? How do we, how do we keep the show going and not make it boring and so that the, the, the fans are like, oh, well, where do we go from here? And I think you, I think you touched upon that point perfectly in that uh, part of the problem is, is they, instead of trying to come up with more creative ways to go, they, they would – they would often um, retcon things from the first five seasons or contradict things from the first five seasons just to create um, drama or to create conflict or, cre- or to create, uh, you know, plot points that can move the story forward, which is unfortunate because in and of, like, the idea of a, of a soulless Sam is a great idea, but the way they got there was flawed and not maybe the best way to go because in order to do that, they had to do things that were questionable that didn't make any sense. Um, they contradicted things and, and, and just and, and stuff like that. So, um, and and that's I mean I feel like that's kind of where the show has been ever since. And even though, like I said, 
sometimes the execution is pretty good, but the origins behind it um, are, you know, are kind of questionable. Emily, what do you think? Well, personally, I loved Solus Sam. Uh, I thought he was sure. great. Uh, just, I mean, it was nice to see Sam being different because Dean has always needed Sam to be the human side of things. Dean sees things as very black and white. There's monsters and you kill them. And even if the monsters are not necessarily hurting anybody or a threat to anybody, they're monsters and they need to die. So Sam's always been kind of the human side to kind of rein Dean in. He's like, Sam is like the companion to the doctor. So seeing Sam not in that role, like basically Dean has to tap into his human side. Otherwise he's going to become the monsters that he hunts. So I liked that. I liked the, you know, the way that that changed up the dynamic between the brothers a little bit. Um, And I mean, I didn't have a, I didn't take any issue with um, how they brought Sam back without his soul. um, Cause I understood, you know, the reason that they, they said that it happened was Cass brought Sam back obviously, but um, that he didn't bring back his soul because of the torture that he'd endured in the cage with uh, Michael. So if he, you know, cause when they did finally give Sam his soul back, Cass had to put that wall up in Sam's head so that he didn't go crazy from, you know, reliving the torture that had gone on. So when, you know, the wall in Sam's head, when Cass broke it and Sam basically lost his shit for a while, Um, I mean, I, and that became a whole big plot point too. And then it later went on to be a plot point when Cass took the bad stuff out of his head and he went crazy. So, I mean, it definitely was a longer game that they were playing with that whole thing than just, you know, a a rash decision, like, Hey, let's bring Sam back, but let's have him not have a soul so we can have something to do. So um, I, I was a fan of that storyline and I liked, uh, I liked what they did with it. Oh, uh, speaking of rash, Speaking of rash decisions, like, um, you know, uh, freaking Leviathan was a fucking rash decision that I think just sure. fucking just awful. Um, Again, uh, Season I, 7 I is by far my least favorite uh, season, but sure. it has some really great episodes through it. So I can't, I couldn't, like, stop watching it after that because I was like, I'm, I'm you know, I'm too invested in this. I'm going to keep watching it. But uh, the Leviathans, honestly, it was just boring uh, version of Invasion of the Body Snatchers to me. Yeah. So I I, you know. I agree completely. I remember I remember when we first when we were first introduced to the Leviathan. I got excited because I thought, oh my God, they're gonna bring a Lovecraftian uh uh mythology into the show, which I thought was brilliant. And that's and, that's, and here's the, here's my problem with, with one of my problems with, with the writers now. Um is they introduce these really great concepts that you get really, really excited for, and then they don't pay them off or follow them up. They either leave them dangling or they just kind of, they kind of just fizzle out into nothing. And and I think the Leviathan storyline was, was was one of the first real in, uh, examples of that because all of a sudden you're like, oh my god, Leviathans! Like they're you know they make it sound like we're going to have some more crafty and they're like, how do you how do you top you know the the biblical Armageddon? How do you how do you top that? And it was like. You know, it's like, we're going to do Lovecraftian crap. I'm like, oh, my God, that's like the old ones. I'm like, this is going to be great. And so I thought that there were, we were going to see these Lovecraftian, like, creatures on display, and Sam and Dean were going to have to go through all this stuff. And, like, you know, and then, yeah, like you said, it was just Invasion of the Body Snatchers. It was like, oh, we're just inhabiting bodies, and we eat people, and we're just going to basically turn them into food. And I was like, oh, okay, um, great. The only, the only thing, the only major thing that came out of that season that really, really – uh, did what what they intended to do was the death of Bobby. 
Um, that killed me. Right. That that episode killed me more than anything. In fact, um, I, I watched that episode uh, when it first aired, right before Emily got to watch Supernatural, and she was working. Um, she was at work, working from home uh, when I was watching it, and so she wasn't familiar with the show yet at that by that point. And so I watched. I watched Bobby get killed, and I just I erupted into a fit of I was, I was in tears. And she just looked at me like like I was weird, like she didn't understand. Um, but um, actually, you can tell it, Emily. It's, it, you, you tell it better than I do. Well, I, it's not much to tell. Just um, you know, I didn't understand why it was such a big deal and why you were so sad over this guy. Because I mean, I really hadn't seen much of Bobby to that point, so I didn't. I mean, I came to love Bobby as well, and I cried when he died when I eventually got to that point. But, um, yeah, right. I just I was very confused as to why you were so upset uh, at the <laughs> time because I was just like, it's just some old guy died. Like, what's the big deal? Right. Um, you know, it, it's funny because I had a discussion with um, uh, Samantha um, Ferris, uh, who played um, oh, yeah, yeah. Kat, um, not Joe, but um, – uh, it was uh, wasn't Joe, right? Joe's mom. It was, um, Joe's mom, and she was wonderful. Loved her to death. She was so sweet. And I talked to her about it, and I said um, that uh, you know that I, I was really upset when her and Joe died. Like I was just crying sure. uh, because I I love them to death, and um, and also I had a crush on Joe. So <laughs> you know, like, and so it was like, oh man, it sucks. And she was like, well, here's the thing, like. Um, they they had to kill off certain people and they can't kill off Sam and Dean. So they and they right. can't kill Castiel off or they can't kill you know but they have to do it right. as a mid summer, you know, or mid uh season cliffhanger, sure. you know, or whatever. Especially so or, they or, or for sweeps. But it pissed everybody off because it was like these girls who uh you know, like are the only women on the show, like it looks right. like the writers are just targeting women and killing them, but they're not, right. I mean, you know, they're not introducing enough guys that they're killing off. So when they killed off Bobby, you know, that was definitely heartbreaking because he was somebody oh, that absolutely. you've been with since like, uh, was the second season, you know, like, he, oh, yeah. I think, I think it was like, the second, I don't think it was the first season, but he was introduced in the second season and everybody just sure. loved him. And, so, and he wasn't even I originally mean, supposed to be, uh, I was, because I, was, uh, I have Jim Beaver um, on Facebook, and he mentioned, or there was an interview that I was reading. I think it was on IO9 a couple weeks ago. Jim Beaver said he wasn't even Bobby wasn't even supposed to be like more than just like a one or two episode character. He wasn't even supposed to have that big of an influence. In fact, when they first introduced him, he like he originally never had never really gotten to know Sam and Dean, and then they retconned his relationship to them over over the the, the next couple of seasons. Originally, he met them. He was like, yeah, I don't really know, you know, I know your dad a little bit and stuff, but they retconned it. Um, so, like, this is a guy, again, the, the, one of the great things about the show is that they, they're, they're casting. They cast great for all of their roles. They cast a great uh, group of actors and actresses for all of their parts. Um, and Jim Beaver um, was no exception. And he, um, he wasn't even meant to be more than a two-episode character. And then suddenly he becomes, like, the surrogate uh, father figure of the of, of the guys, and so when that death happens, man, it's hard. Hey, um, Donnie, it's about to cut us yes, off sir. in like a little less than a minute, so okay. or a little a little bit more than a minute. So, um, all right, I guess we're gonna have to end it here. Unfortunately, that sure. was that was a good discussion, but there's probably a lot more we could discuss, and we'll definitely do another 
episode. We of should it. do another one, and we should have Emily back because she's a super fan. Yes, we will. We'll definitely have Emily back because we need to discuss more stuff. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know. Um, sure. But uh, thank you all for listening tonight. Um, tune in uh, after the holidays. Um, we're going to be doing a show on the room and the disaster artist. Uh, together yep. in one thing, and then we're going to do a Star Wars episode uh, up to Last Jedi and our thoughts on that, and then DC and Marvel on January. So thank you guys all for tuning in. I hope you guys enjoyed it, Thanks, and guys. please keep checking back. Thanks for, thanks for being you on the could, show, Emily. Anytime. Thank you, Emily. Okay. All right. Have a good, uh, good night, everybody. Have a good night, everybody. Okay. Bye.